party people it's my recording live from montreal this is the messy truths podcast it's messy all right this is nisha from kanakahaga nation and i'm glad mars started off with some energy because we about to get real sad real quick (laughs) (laughs) balance seriously and this is azar from new york city and i apologize this week my voice is kind of you know, but I think it's going to be right in theme with our our show today, guys, because this is what I sound like after a breakup. This is what I sound like. Oh, Jesus. After a night of crying, tears a night, flowing girl. like crazy. Man, for me, it's the snot, man. I can't. No, I refuse <laughs> to cry because my sinuses get blocked and then I got to blow my nose. And that's 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 too much man i i like to call those extended cries like those very long cries where there is a lot of snot and a lot of maybe heaving and yes <laughs> I, I call those the house remix cries oh because it oh, really goes Lord, on forever you know. and ever forever. and ever but i don't know about you guys the recovery period for us as we get older is 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 kind of getting extended so my eyes like the next day I can't go out like back in the day I used to cry and I could get up the next day and I look still look refreshed but now yo a couple of tears and I'm fucked the next morning so gotta get the cucumber patches and everything going you feel and look like you've been a little beat up <laughs> just a beat little up bit, exactly. emotionally and physically yeah. that's because we all need that Correct. vitamin d and e to snap back our skin well, I mean, now everyone knows on some level what we're talking about. We're talking about our right. top 10 breakup songs. And, yes. you know, it, uh, we have to say we, we've been talking about this for about 10 days. And all three of us agreed that we don't want to do a show like this again because it took <laughs> us back. It, well, it took me back in some spaces where I was like, I was feeling I was I was having some feelings and I was remin- yeah. I was like. Nah, I can't do this again. It really took me back in some spaces. But I just want to give you a fun fact. It's actually um, a demonstration of the power of music. So the nerdy Nisha, the one who doesn't do all the bad things on the show, um, there's actually a documentary that I actually play in school called Alive. And what it's about is how um, what people who have dementia um, they listen to music and it actually takes them back to exactly where they were. So music is actually one of the last tools to help folks with dementia to trigger and to resurrect their memories. And so when we were listening and doing our tracks, I was in some like head spaces where I was like, no, I'm going to, I need to talk to Oz and Mar about this because it was messing me up. But it reminded <laughs> me that music is one of those tools that can't be beaten in the brain. Like the brain connects so deeply with music and we form our memories around music. And I'm, I'm thankful for the research that's showing us about dementia and the music connection and how it can people help people remember their names. So uh, I'll send that, that documentary out tomorrow when we tag it, if anyone's interested, if you, know, if you have peoples in your life who are going through that, it's a really dope documentary and it, it really helped me see things really differently around music. So that's my nerdy fun niche of fact for the day. Well, you're talking about how emotional it was for you. It was really emotional for me because I was recording all of our song clips from everyone's list. So <laughs> it was really rough. And I made the mistake of not pacing myself and I just did it all in one run on uh, over the course of like uh, a day on the weekend. 
and it was tough. It was really tough. I almost made my way through every single song until I got to about the fourth last song on Ozzy's list and the Tupac tears just started mm. coming down. It was oh, tough. Damn. It was really, really tough. It was yeah. really, really tough. I just, I definitely sunk deep too. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is the, the thing about this episode is that there's two, there's two things that should be pointed out. One is it is our 10th episode. Woo! Do we get a round Yay. of applause? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Hell yeah. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is it's it's taught me Okay, that's enough. (laughs) It's taught me a lot about uh me myself and you ladies in terms of where your emotional space is and how vulnerable we all are. And I know it's, this is going to be probably one of our most vulnerable episodes ever. Absolutely. And I'm here to talk about it, guys. I am going to talk today. I am going to share, you know, it's right. You're absolutely right, Nisha. Like these songs definitely took me back into places. And I realized, damn, I pushed a lot of this shit, swept it under the rug. And I have a lot of unresolved issues and trauma to deal with, with some of the messy, messy breakups in my life. Um, But, you know, breakups are actually like the loss of of a person. So you can actually compare the grief of a breakup to, to, yeah, to grieving for a a loved one. And I believe somewhere in Scandinavia, and I'm sorry, I didn't do my research on time for this ladies, but I believe in Sweden, um, they give you like three days of bereavement for breakups, just like they do for, for losing a loved one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to double check that, but, but you know, it's real. I mean, we really do suffer. And, And when you say your heart aches, like you really do feel physical pain um yeah. when you go through through a breakup just because it's a loss right mm-hmm. um yeah but anyway you know a lot of these songs i you know what we're gonna go through i think we all picked them because like nisha mentioned and miranda mentioned they aligned with something in our lives um and i don't know if you guys use them to empower you through it or if you guys use them to just wallow <laughs> but i think we'll get into that I used to be the queen of wallowing and self pity. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'm wallowing and begging, desperation. Yeah. Oh, there's so much desperation on my list. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I come from a mother who's like, you pick up your face off the floor and you keep it pushing when you go out the door, right? And so, I've been battling between being vulnerable in public and in private so I I, am the person who could be in tremendous pain and and doesn't I'm just now learning how to show that in public because it does create this persona going back to these stereotypes like strong black women stereotypes where you know we're strong and the opposite is not true you can be strong and vulnerable and you can have strength in your vulnerability you can show emotion. You yeah. are allowed to show emotion yeah. and you're allowed to have days where you do not feel like you are very strong. You're allowed to admit weakness. Admitting admitting weakness is a, a form of gaining strength. It means that you are not right. You are admitting you're not right and that's okay. And in doing so, you're able to address the problems that you're currently experiencing and can then take the steps to move towards healing so that you can become stronger. 
but yeah, I'm I'm all for dispelling that. Yeah, because I'm I get that myth all the time. Like this week has been really traumatic for me, and people don't see me as oh, how did that affect Nisha? Right? They're just like oh, we're gonna go to Nisha and pour more things on her. But I was like, nah, like no, I I don't want that. Yeah. But I will tell you one thing about a breakup that I did notice in my own playlist that um. I don't like to sit and wallow too long. I like those songs of triumph and coming out of things and and uh, trying to learn the lessons. But like Oz, I don't think those doors ever really slam. And that's why that's what the playlist did for me. It made me realize that um, I actually like people a little bit too much. And I always believe the good in them, even when they toxic motherfuckers. I'm always like, oh, maybe... And uh, man, I, I I need to get maybe that teacher part of me that needs to say, yo, what are you doing, dummy? But there is a part of me that always believes in the redemption and the potential of another human, which I suppose is nice, but not if they try to fuck up your life. So it, nah. it's interesting how that um, that playlist. And plus, you know, I was at a retreat with Black and Indigenous women living my best life. And then we had to do this playlist. Bar was like sending me messages like, yo, niche, I need those snippets. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is taking me some energy. Um, but I, I, all to say is breakups are a natural course. Losing folks is a natural course. And I think as I got older, I'm hoping that we're dealing with these loss better or we have more tools to deal with them. Because it's not easy. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but there was, for me and for people that have been around, I think pretty much for you guys too, there's that one breakup that changes you. Mm. The one breakup that really like you hit rock bottom with and you come out a different person. And you guys were a witness to that breakup for me. And so a lot of these songs for me kind of, the way that I have outlined them is just the kind of motions that I went through throughout the process. But anyway, let's get started. Who's going first? Well, last time we started with you, Oz. So let's do some reverse. I'll always be in the middle. Oh, we going? Oh, okay. I was. <laughs> I I only say your name first because your songs come up first. Oh, uh, okay. So I have Nisha. I have uh, I have you, Oz, and then I have myself. All right, just we're doing five you know. for five, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that five song. for five. Sorry, I'm talking, and then people will be like, these ladies don't know how to talk over each other. <laughs> um, just to let you know, shout out to Jill Scott. Of course, she's on my playlist. <laughs> but we're, remember, we're starting with your uh, top 10 to 6, and then okay, so let we me get that list do the out. second set of top oh, 5 okay, to 1. okay, I like that. That's the triumphant part of the list. Yeah, yeah. So so that's how we're rolling. All so right. as as with last time, we have clips, we have song clips. They're a lot longer this time than they were the last time. Um, it's hard to cut off a lot of wallowing and self-pity and begging music oh, uh, when it's so, so good. So yeah. All right, Nisha, you All kick right. things off. Well, if we're going with number 10, then it actually is a song that when I feel like I'm done and like, fuck you type of situation. <laughs> There's a song I love called I'm a Boss Ass Bitch. And I love this song. It reminds me of JJ Fad, Supersonic, the beat. It makes me feel like I'm coming out of bed like, yeah, what, what? So what, we broke up, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Like, it's when I finally have reached the point where, you know, where people tell you, 
We tend to romanticize relationships, even when they have multiple red flags. And you come to that realization like, yo, I'm good. There were red flags. I don't know why I put up with your shit. And I'm a boss ass bitch. And I know some people don't want to call themselves a bitch, but I don't think I'm a bitch. I'm just a boss ass. So I don't care. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's the first song for me. Yeah. All right. Here we go. are not fantastic but i love the mood okay <laughs> i was a little surprised when i heard this i, I was like this is not nisha music normally oh, but yeah. you should know that i loved it so much i've added it to my gym workout playlist he, come on he got down in a ring he paid me my rent yeah i'm about <laughs> about it and yeah i like it it sounds like your bumble era maybe but it's also right? that song where you're like you're a loser you're a loser and yeah like you're a loss you're a loser and I don't care and yeah that's what it is I'm a boss ass bitch and I don't care and you walk out you know that when you come out you have that first post breakup outfit and you look and fly and you like that's the song that goes on my playlist yeah like yeah we're good we're good we go out there and you just you know, you just your femininity is out. Your confidence is high. You're ready. You're single and mingling. I love that song. And it, it's like a throwback to JJ Fad for me. I don't, and I love female MCs. I know they talk shit, but I love female MCs. So I'm always a sucker for a female MC. They're entitled to talk shit. Yeah. This reminds me of those memes where they're like, oh, a woman gets broken up with and then she freaking loses 40 pounds and starts a whole business and becomes a freaking <laughs> entrepreneur and mogul. Yes. <laughs> and what? And what? Exactly. exactly. So the next track is actually a Montrealer. Believe it or not. Uh, her name is I Kaya. recognize this one. Yeah. Her name is Kaya. She... She oozes that feminine, like, what? So what? And um, I love the beat, too. It's got a little reggae funk. It's another Montrealer. I guess I'm up on the local Montrealers. I like that. I love this. I love the local um, support. I just love her whole, her whole vibe. And it's also part, since we're going in reverse order, it's like, it's like when you're coming out and you're just getting ready. You're going out to the club for the first time. And you may even see it. Because you know when you see your ex for the first time somewhere? It's like, ooh, you know you got to look mad good. But at the same time, you have to be like, I want you to see what you missed, bitch. Like, that's me when I see yeah. I'm like, yo, I want you to see what you can't have anymore. 
So uh, that's why I like uh, Baggio by Kaya. Lakewood means rewind, a gunshot means forward. Now tell me who wanna fuck with us, this Mac in my purses. Not for recovery, fuck a tummy tuck. Combos with my name, keep coming up. And niggas dying to hop in, just like it's double dutch. The convo ain't about money, don't mix me. Y'all gon' drown in this drip, R.I.P. with me. Niggas wildin' out, the streets getting sticky. To keep safe, I'm praying to God and the Nipsey. Yeah, y'all gon' hear my name soon. It's not gon' be the same soon, yeah. It's gonna be over for you lames who don't even got enough money to live in a shade room. Sharing a nigga according to his check. You got him by his heart, and I got him by his neck. The shoes that he bought me kicked up on his desk. My eyes on your paper like I'm cheating on a test, yeah. Took him from his wife, that's a month, yeah. Then I took the money, that's a side, yeah. He took me out to eat, cause I'm a fuck, yeah. Yeah. That song is self-explanatory. It's a local Montreal artist. It's on the same vibe as that badass bitch. But that's when you're like, you're feeling yourself. You're like, yo, I'm good. I'm good. And yeah, I don't know. And I and I have mad respect for Kaya because she's always herself all the time, 24-7, 365 on a leap year, even. And I just feel and I love the whole. And the other thing about that song, it's a truly Montreal um, sound song. Like, if all of you who grew up in Montreal understand that when you go to the club, we love that reggae R&B vibe. And that's why it really, it, it samples a song that I like. And um, I don't know, it's like when you're getting ready to go out, you know, you taking a drink or smoking a toke or eating an Ed's and you're good. They're like, yeah, I'm with my girls and with my crew. I dare you to step to me. Do your thing, bro. Because you ain't nothing but a chicken wing. Like, that's how I feel about those the first two songs. That's why they're at the end. Because they're like, yeah, fuck you. Shout, shout out to her and shout out to her sister who runs More Hair Montreal. Yeah. Who is responsible for these highlights that I'm wearing in my hair and does my oh, hair damn. every single time. Has I done my it. hair for the Very last year. Very talented family. Great. And I love their mom. Shout Very. out to their mom. They grew up with my aunt and my mom, so... That's my peoples. I really like them. Uh, the next, Shout out to them, man. Exactly. The next track, of course, everyone who knows me knows that Joe Scott's on there. And I think Joe Scott is on there twice, which makes total sense. Um, but Cross My Mind is a song when you're just getting over somebody and somebody comes and they want to date you or they rap to you. And you have a moment where you start, you compare the new person to your old and you think about what they you know what you used to do together and cross my mind is that song but the ending part I don't know if Mar took that snippet she said um you crossed my mind but you were never good for me and I was never good for you but you crossed my mind it's in there and that part really sticks with me a lot because it's so I think it's permission to reminisce I think it's okay to think about past relationships I think for myself I've never given myself permission to think about past relationships and their impact on me because you're just trying to get over the pain and move forward. But I think there's nothing wrong when somebody slips into your mind and you think about it. As long as you got that ending where Jill Scott says, like, you were never good for me and I was never good for you, but you crossed my mind. And I think it, I think for me, it's permission to wish somebody well and not to feel any kind of way that I'm thinking about them or to be like, oh my God, I'm thinking about them. Because 
I am one of those people who honestly hope everyone is okay and good. And I never want to see people in pain. So uh, Jill Scott's always on point for me. So that's crossed my mind. I like Jill Scott, folks. Jill Scott is sings. She's like the songstress of my life. She, the first song when we get into the first song of my list, that's my anthem song for every breakup ever. But cross my mind, I think it's that permission. Like she goes through it, right? I mean, she really gets into that song, like the sexual relationship they had, the things they used together. She even admits that that person used to please her, and the cologne. She says that there's a lyric. She says. It smells good on you, but it doesn't smell good on my new dude. But, you know, that's just the things we used to do. You cross my mind. So I think there's this acknowledgement that you had a good time and you spent time with a person and it's okay. I think that's what that song I really like. I think we're going into number six, right, Mar? Let's see. Let's see where we at. Let me check my notes. This is no, number seven. four now. Oh, no, yeah, number four. Foreign exchange. First of all, mad shout out. Mad shout out to my boy, who's actually my first superstar who Instagrams me. So I'm like, I'm so like, oh my gosh, she actually writes to me. <laughs> um, but I love Foreign Exchange. I love Foreign Exchange. Um, I think they're a mad dope group. I think they're amazing. I love them. But Valediction is like, you know, when you just break up and you're still trying to break up and you're breaking up multiple times. And you have that final breakup. Been there. Right? And you're like, you know, we're not together, but then you might kick it. You might sleep together. And you're like, yo, Mm -hmm. we're done. But then. Blurred lines. Yeah. And like, but then you're still doing things. And then finally you're like, you know what? This needs to be done. And I think the opening track says, um, don't take your shoes off. There's no need because you don't need to stay. Not today. And so I think that's what that song represents to me. It's like when you're finally like, I cannot be sleeping with you and giving you and not have a status. And that happens in some sense. Sometimes the breakups aren't even breakups. Like you kicking it with somebody, you think it's serious and then they shock you or they remind you like, nah, you, you, you know, you're my sleeping buddy, you know, and then you feel mad hurt, but you're still doing it. Cause remember what we said in the last episodes, we date potential. And then Mm -hmm. we sleep with folks thinking it's going to turn into something. But my mother told me something and my nanny, the way something starts is the way something will end. So if you're starting off without a relationship and you're just like, you're just kicking it or you're just smashing. It's like Dr. Dre says, you can't turn a a hoe into a housewife. And that goes for dudes and women. So I think valediction just reminds me of like, when things have to end, you've got to end them. It doesn't matter how many times you have to reset and end it again. And that's another thing I think our, our listeners need to understand that 
just because you end something once doesn't mean that it's easy and doesn't mean you have to do, you don't have to do it again and again, because it is hard to end a relationship. You, you know, somebody who knows something about you. And nowadays with social media, like, oh my God, but that's, that's the foreign exchange. So mad shout out to my friend who messages me. I'm actually going to message him and say hi and see if he writes me back again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. feel sad. I love that song. I think it says a lot about what we've all gone through. Um, you know, when you finally put your foot down, because he says, don't take off your clothes, don't take off your shoes. Your love hurts me. Like he says it, like your love is wild and I like it, but it hurts me. And I think I don't want to be in a love that hurts me. And that's why I like that song. Shout out to Fonte. You know, I, you know how much oh, I felt that one. I love that song. I love Foreign Exchange in general. Um, yeah, Foreign Exchange is dope. The last one before we move on to Oz is my British lover. So Jamaicai is interesting because I discovered Jamaicai when I was 15. And I loved his sound. Well, they're a group. Actually, Jamaicai is a group. I should say that because JK is the singer. But I love Jamiroquai. I love their their sounds with indigenous Aboriginal sounds. I love them. But before you get to the point where you're like, don't take off your clothes, leave your shoes, I'm a bad girl. You go through this moment of like, you want to spend a lifetime. You're almost like you see what you could be and you're not ready to let it go. And you're feeling sad because you imagined a future with this person. And Jamiroquai has a really nice, quiet way of saying that in this song. And I think all of us, when we date, we, well, women, I, I, I don't know about dudes, but women, we tend to jump ahead five, 10 years of what could be like vacations, couple vacations, because everybody wants to be loved and wants to have their person. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, social psychologists say that humans are made to belong. And so when I'm thinking of Jamiroquai spending a lifetime, you're thinking about what could be. And then you got to go to Fonte and the foreign exchange and be like, no, you need to go. But that's the last song on my list for this time around. And nothing else matters until you're in my arms, girl. In all those broken promises, we meet to each other.
thought it oh good I put myself on mute good because I was humming and singing <laughs> but yeah I like Jamiroquai Jamiroquai's got some really good tracks and I, I just think about that one and think you know it's where you're going before you start getting into the other there's a process I think all of our tracks are there to tell our listeners that it's a process you know it's a boomerang breakups are a boomerang because that's just what it is right you're you're trying to figure out, do I really have to let this person go? And sometimes you're in situations where you need to let them go. Like you should let them go yesterday. Yes. But other times when it's just, when you're falling out of love or like, let's move or move all the, you know, the cheating or all that. But when two people are just not compatible, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's a very hurtful process, right? Because you want to make it work. Now, if there's cheating and domestic violence like no bitch you need to go there's the end of that see you later Serenara. but uh, these songs represent to me that process that we need to permit ourselves to go through when you're removing someone from your life right and that's not just breakups in romantically that's in like any emotional breakup even friendship breakups right like you're removing right. somebody from your life you're removing an energy good or bad from your life so I think when I think of Jamaica, I think of what people think they could have been, like spending that lifetime. And then, yeah, then you become a boss ass bitch and you're good. Now, the other half Mars is going to be sadder. That's all good. It happens. It happens. And, and shout out to Mark because that's an emotional roller coaster you were going through between 30 songs. Hell yeah. I just felt that right now, Nisha. I was just like, oh, shit. That, you know, like that Fonte record. I was like, damn, I, I could love this, this. I related to that. I'm sorry, the foreign exchange record. I related to that. And and even the Jamaica, I was just like, yeah, this is that like shit. You know, this is that that moment when you sit with it and you're kind of like, fuck, I wish things had worked out. Yeah. 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 And then you're just. Yeah, it's, it, you know, the worst thing that we grieve is what could have been. That's what we grieve. What oh, absolutely. Been. Absolutely. And actually, I think for me, one of the worst breakups I've ever experienced was when my boyfriend of five years, like, to it, for me, it came out of nowhere. Where I had future plans with mm -hmm. and we were supposed to move, you know, to a different city together. And, like, I felt like we had built this foundation for what was to be a beautiful life just kind of like yo sidetracked me and 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 you know found somebody else to move on into a beautiful life with who happened to have the same birthday as me and was five years younger but whatever we're not gonna I'm not bitter I'm okay um birthdays are special Nisha so oh, you know no. that one hit me you know I, I know That's um anyway but I, I, I had know, no idea it was I, coming. Exactly. And that's what the part that hurts no when you feel side-blinded. Right? Oh, it's like, just oh. It just came out of nowhere. Especially when we're younger. We romanticize even more. But known fact, and you can put this in the promo, I will break up with anyone who ruins my birthday. That is the ultimate. <laughs> you already, you already <laughs> told us. I already said it while I'm saying again. Noted. I, I, Noted. My husband knows better. That's why he's my husband. I, before I got married, the dude ruined my birthday. I'll never forget it. Twenty twenty, not even twenty. What am I talking about? Twenty eighteen. He ruined my birthday, and he ruined it on the actual day. And it went. It yeah. skipped all the nine songs. 
and went to boss house bitch. Like I was like, we're done. Like, what? I was like, <laughs> we're done. I've warned you. There was no romanticizing. I warned you when we got together that there's one thing you had to do was not ruin the birthday. You, you know, it's funny you yeah. mentioned that because this guy ruined my birthday too, the last birthday that I spent with him. But it was because he was busy celebrating the other bitch's birthday. So, you know, shit just, you know, whatever. Anyway, let's, let's get, yeah. are we, are we doing, are we on mine now? Yeah, yeah we exactly. are, we are. Let's now we go. So this, this, this song, this song actually is like pre-breakup to me. This is what I should have realized before this shit happened to me. I should have been prepared. Um, but this one is, you know, one of my favorite voices ever. Brian McKnight, Is This The Way Love Goes? about a breakup it's like when you're in a relationship and shit hits like a a rut and you're kind of like yo where are all the butterflies where is that excitement mm -hmm. where is that like you know like now I'm just kind of bored being around you like what happened and you know you said bored <laughs> bored <laughs> boredom let me tell you this is a big Gemini thing we cannot be bored do not bore us oh, it is over God. for you it's a wrap. Figure it the fuck out. Hashtag, Do not bore me. Don't bore me. Oh, shit. Don't bore me. But, you know, after that, you know, and you realize that, yo, this shit is falling apart. It's over. And I get sad, guys. I get really sad. Just like Miranda, I do wallow. I am a wallower. So here is the fucking king of wallowing songs. Let's go. the 
Mm. Shade said it best. I am the king of sorrow, guys. Maybe, maybe Mars, the king of sorrow with me. As you can see, this has a totally different feel than your playlist, Nisha. But you know, the line that sticks out to me is this all of these remnants of joy and disaster. Oh, good lord. That is a toxic ass relationship, bitches. That is one toxic ass relationship. And those are the ones that get you the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, you know, that's me going through my sad stage. And then I get into my angry stage. But my angry stage becomes like a an angry at myself stage. Like, how the fuck did I let this motherfucker play me like that? Right? Like, this is how I feel. These are my, my stages. So um, let's hear it for my favorite uh, angry white woman. I want to say maybe not angry, but, you know, like the the bitter, sad white woman, um, Sarah McLaughlin from our home country, Canada. Love's made me a fool, set me on fire and washed as I flounder, unable to speak, except to cry out and wait for your Can I just tell you guys that I actually sent that song to an ex? I did. I did. <laughs> what did they say when you when you uh, when you heard from he, them? Did you hear from them? Oh, absolutely. He sent me a song back, and I just kept. We just kept going. We just kept going. It was a. It was a oh, battle. It was like breakup. a battle of songs. It was a oh, battle of songs. No, but yo, like she really like you know she put it she put it together so well like yo how stupid could i be like a simpleton could see that you're no good for me you know like what the fuck was i thinking like how did when, i put myself in this position when white people get into like their depressing and uh <laughs> <laughs> really emotional bag they make some great music i'm not gonna lie man like yo i'm not gonna lie let me tell you sarah's album you want to talk about break? That's a breakup album. That is like a sit uh, in it album. Well, but this one I definitely don't want to interrupt Oz's moment. But isn't Adele writing like a breakup divorce album too? She absolutely is. Okay. She wrote her whole album around her divorce. I guess like I think each one of her albums was about like a pivotal moment in her life. Mm. Um, and yeah, shout out to Serious Adele. Stuff. Shout wow. out to Adele. Um, and you know, now that I feel stupid. Right now that I'm angry, right? I, so I went through my, you know, feeling like something's wrong. Then I'm super sad. Then I'm feeling angry. And now I'm angry at him. I'm like, what the fuck? So my anger is being redirected. Um, and so this one represents that. I grew up with them, and 
to listen to really mar yeah it was it's the sad. lyrics, it the lyrics know, really yeah. hit me oh that one is is deep and and how do you say her name michelle and yeah, michelle and yeah. that fool of me i mean the whole song like tell me why yeah tell me why you can you can bleep this tell me why tell me why you're gonna beat those out, right? You're gonna bleep them out, right? We definitely will bleep those names out. <laughs> Tell me why, Bumble Guy. Why? It's okay, Oz. It's okay. <laughs> I, told, I told you guys. I told you guys this was gonna be hard. Do, for me. do we need to buy a rhythm hum? Do we need to bring back a cypher? Throwback? Oh my god. Oh my to. god, maybe yes. We might have to. <laughs> That's hilarious. So so my last one from my top five is like, you know, fuck I you know, I'm I realize it's all bad. It's all motherfucking bad. But then I miss those motherfuckers. So go ahead, let's play this Angie Stone record. for d'angelo right just saying <laughs> i didn't know that did i know that did i yeah, know that D'Angelo i forget is her baby That's mom cool. is her baby daddy is the father of her child oh, baby daddy, damn. So. I, I feel for angie on that one i really do oh that one that one hits too right wish i didn't miss you anymore i mean that's the weakness that's that weakness that's when you make the bad decisions do not text him don't don't pick up the phone don't call him just don't do it just listen to a few songs call your friends go out do not text him that's it that's it otherwise you're gonna end up with an ex that you didn't anticipate anyway i'm done you want me to bleep that out too oh (laughs) you know what you eat what you want 
but this is all part of growth and folks need this kind of like breakup cipher. Um, by the way, I just oh want to say, gosh. we all, every mistake is a lesson in learning. So remember every failure is a lesson <laughs> in learning. So I'm hoping that, that Angie may learn her lesson. That's why he came up with a prison body. You know, that's all I got to say. That's me. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Damn. You need to leave so D'Angelo alone, okay? You need to leave him alone. Especially on you especially on this show please. with Miranda. You call him I didn't call his name. I didn't call his name. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I love I, you, D'Angelo. I don't care what you look like now. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I the love music you too, is D'Angelo. monumental in my life. It I love you too, is. D'Angelo. Body positivity or hashtag body positivity all the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got it. Got my girl Angie Stone. That's my girl, right? So I'm I'm always repping for the voluptuous, beautiful lady. So I don't nah, D'Angelo, do your job, bro. Do you oh know do you know who else was interested in Angie Stone? Idris Elba. No. Yeah. He got good taste. Yeah. He even married a chick named Sabrina. He got good taste. Oh. True. He. I mean, there's something about Angie, really. She's sexy. Yeah. Before Jill, there was Angie for me. And I'm not putting yeah. them against each other. It's just, you know, and Jill was young when I was young. So that's that's my, my, my person. But Angie, Angie was dope. She still is dope. She's dope. I could see why Aunt D'Angelo was into her because she's dope. But leave her alone, yo. Mm-hmm. Leave her alone. <laughs> Go ahead, Mar. What you got for us? All right, I'm gonna kick things off here. Time to get um, some Kleenex so... for Mars list. <laughs> no, this first song is representative of the era 1993 to 1995, when I was living my best life before tragedy struck my life with the loss of my of my only parent in my life. And I was having the most amazing time, finally going out with guys, meeting a few uh, a few dudes who I, I like thoroughly appreciated and learned from. And uh, this song in particular is representative of that, but specifically the like <clears throat> the few um, guys that I dated, like real hardcore yard men. Seriously, this this one was for them. Oh, 
So that song in particular, I mean, it's just, it just brings back a lot of memories. Um, what I mentioned in a previous episode that um, I was with a prison bay and that song really reminds me of him. Um, there was a period where, you know, Oz and I, we were going to uh, Soka City, Soka Village, different parties and whatnot. And uh, yeah, the, one of the guys that I was with, I mean, it didn't work out and he was, he was not the best. He was obviously, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be serious. I just knew that. But nevertheless, he treated me really well. He, you know, that's how they keep you. They buy you things and, <laughs> and always, always was always like showing up at my work to pick me up, uh, gave, made sure that I always had a ride home after the parties and made sure that I was safe. And I know that that's really all part of the the lure in trying right. to keep you. But I, I really feel like there was a genuine part of that where he was like, no, I really am feeling you and I, I, I care for you and I want you to be safe. Um, so it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. It just it just ended, unfortunately. Um, and uh, yeah. And then and then there were other guys that I dated around that time where it was just, you know, it was party time. It wasn't really serious, but nevertheless, you liked your time and it had, it had to be, it had to end essentially. So my next one is also kind of representative around that time. Um, and nothing to do with yard men or anything like that, <laughs> but, uh, it, it was still, this is like one of the whole, like begging themes that was pretty present in my life at that time. So here we go. So that was Jodeci's cry for you and uh, pretty self-explanatory. It's all about begging, all about begging, begging to be back in that relationship, regardless of how hurtful it was or how toxic it was. You just want it back. You just want it back. And the thing is, we can reflect on it now and say, oh, yeah, you know, I understood at that time I wasn't in the best mental space or I wasn't in the best um, emotional space. But when you're that when you're young and you don't have the language, when you don't have the words to express how you truly feel, this is where the music comes in and speaks for you in that area. So 
the next one that I have on my list is actually for all the people out there who have had that one friend who you just like, you guys are the best. It's, it's like the homie. You love that person. You, you, you just absolutely adore them. You talk to them every day. You're like best friends and you want something more, but that feeling just isn't reciprocated and it sucks. Anytime anyone tells you, don't take it personal, you're taking it personal. That that really hurts. That's a trigger I like warning. You a, I like you a lot, but I don't want to lose what we got. I mean, it's a valid concern. Of, of, uh, all the more reason to not move it forward. But, you know, when you've been flirting with that person and you guys have just been doing this whole, like, romantic tit for tat, Meanwhile, nothing's been solidified. You're both or one of you is involved with another person. You're on the receiving end of like seeing all of the tears and the and hearing all the complaints, which makes it even hurt. It hurts even more when <laughs> when you have to hear them, you know, grumble about all of the 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 trash experiences they're having in the relationship. It just sucks. It totally totally sucks. So that was uh, the F word from Cannibal Ox. Cannibal Ox, man. That was one of the first um, groups that got me into this underground independent hip hop game. So shout man. out to Cannibal Ox. Great album. Great album. The Cold Vein, I believe. That was, that's a great album. Uh, the next one on my list. Oh, this one. This is a tearjerker. Here we go. Change your heart. Look around you Change your heart It will astound you I need your love
that was Beck with a cover of a song from a band called the Corgis called Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime. And on the surface, that, that, that song doesn't sound too special if you don't know where it comes from. But in the greater context, it actually comes from the movie soundtrack, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I don't know oh, if you girls I, have seen that movie. No, I didn't watch it. I knew exactly what it was about and I did not watch it. Oh my goodness. That movie literally, yeah, yeah. It, it, it changed me. It changed me a lot. And so just to, okay, spoiler alert, just to give you a little bit of background about what the movie is about. It's actually written um, by an amazing uh, screenwriter, screenwriter by the name of Charlie Kaufman, who's uh, responsible for films like uh, Being John Malkovich, uh adaptation and this particular one really hit home and so we follow um a guy who discovers that his girlfriend has had her memories of him erased by uh uh by a, a business that specializes in this and so he's so heartbroken by this that he decides that he is going to undergo the exact same procedure and you just watch the story unfold, like going through all of his memories from that very same relationship. And just, it, it's just so hard to watch, but it was such a beautiful movie. It was crazy, just like batshit crazy. <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? Charlie Kaufman comes up with this stuff. But man, what a great movie. And this song was on the soundtrack. It's right at the end of the film. And it's such... It's such a great movie, such a great um, song. And I went to see it at the theaters on my own. And after I saw that, it made me, it forced me to reflect on past relationships that I was in, especially the one that hurt me the most. And, you know, I, I literally asked myself, like, man, would I go to those extreme depths to erase the memories from my mind? I would. But it, it's just, it, you know, the message that you get out of it is if you don't go through that heartbreak, if you don't go through that pain, you're just bound to make the same mistakes again and again and again. And we see that in the movie. We see that it just happened in, in real life, too, that, you know, you have to be forced to change. You have to grow up and you have to look at those relationships and examine what went wrong, what your part in it was, what the other person's part in it was. And, you know, it's really the only way that you can heal so that the next time you have a go around with someone else, you can minimize the pain as much as possible and hopefully identify some red flags. So yeah, great song. And this is my fifth one. Uh, man, I'm gonna just play it. We fight every night, now that's not kosher I reminisce with bliss of when we was closer And wake up to be greeted by an argument again You act like a 10, so immature I try to concentrate on the cure And keep looking at the front door Thinking if I were to evacuate You'd probably be straighter than straight And wouldn't have so much hate Cause you don't know the pain I feel when I see you smiling And when I roll up you start wilding So I front like everything's hunky-dory But 
it's a whole different story. You don't like the fact that I'm me. I don't put on a show when it comes time for you to have company. And your friends don't understand your choice of man. They speak proper while my speech is from a garbage can. But regardless, you shouldn't have to be so raw. I'm looking at the front door. So that was looking at the front door, looking at the front door from Main Source uh, off the Breaking Adams album, one of my favorites of all time, and uh, that that track is just so representative of what happens when you're on the verge of breaking up and you're just arguing and bickering and it's just useless it's useless there's nothing worse than arguing and arguing Mm -hmm. over the same thing over and over and over again there's nothing i hate more than arguing over the same bloody thing arguing is bad but over the same stupid issue oh man that hurts it's it's so annoying and it, it tests you you know you have to decide how can we get past this? Are you really holding a grudge? You're still on this crap? And at the end of the day, you start to realize it's not about what you're arguing about. It's about something bigger. And there's a bigger issue that needs to be addressed. So Absolutely. Yeah. But yo, that song is dope. Whether you it is. it or not, it's dope. Oh, I love, so that great. love that song. It, it reminds me of that, the Gangstar song um, where Homeboy cheats and he robs and he kills her. You know what song I'm talking about? Um, I can hear the beat. It goes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, all for the cash. That's right. That's exactly. Cipher classic. Those are like in rotation for me because you're like all for the cash. I love it. I love it. You know, Mar, you mentioned something. And I know we're going to have, we're eventually going to have an episode about divorce. I think we talked about that, but light note on what you just mentioned about the arguing about the little things. Like I had read an article in, on medium, some guy wrote, I got a divorce because I, I didn't put my glass into the sink. And the bigger picture was that, you know, it was important for his wife, for him to put the glass in the sink it was more important for her that he put his glass in the sink than it was for him to not put his glass in the sink. And they would continuously have these same arguments about little things that she'd ask him to do. And he just didn't value that. He didn't, you know, he didn't value putting, giving importance to the things that mattered to her, mm-hmm. even though they were minimal to him. And that's what you, you know, you just reminded me of that in terms of all the same arguments, the same arguments and yes. you just don't get past it you write over you know menial, that's it it's done for menial things and and i understand that it seems menial on the surface but it it goes a lot deeper than that deeper. you know you use the putting the glass in the sink as an example um i learned early early on in my marriage that i have a thing about dishwashing and the importance of having clean dishes it's because I used to get beat for those sorts of things when I was a kid. And so for me, I couldn't afford to have, you know, dirty, dirty dishes in the sink. And I, you know, when you go into a marriage, you go into a long-term relationship, you're living with someone, you realize that their values growing up obviously differ from yours. And so they're not going to share those same um, gripes <laughs> or same concerns that you have, you know, and it, it comes down to picking and choosing your battles and, exactly. and also listening and figuring out, do I, 
you know, like, do I really care enough about my partner that I want, that I actually want to meet their needs, even if it seems like something so small, you know? But anyway, that's a whole other different show. But. Tangent. All right. So that was my first five. Uh, Nisha, over to you. Oh, so we getting sad, sad now. <laughs> we're, we're really getting into we're the getting sad, sad, Actually, sad can stuff Can I just now, shout yeah. out to this artist, um, Mahalia? Um, I really like her. She's a new artist. She's dope. Love and, Mahalia. Shout oh, out to the UK, man. Yeah. UK R&B. That's where it's at right yeah. now. You know, that's, you know, I mean, that's my second home. I love the queen. My husband is like, they should pay reparations. But I still love her. I still love her. <laughs> um, I mean, apparently she's not feeling too well. So, you know, whatever. I don't care. To me, she's a badass little old lady who's been running a country. She's a female. That's where my respect comes for her. Um, but all the other things she did, colonialism, that wasn't great. Yeah, you need to fix yeah, that not real quick. But Mahalia. And marrying your cousin. Hey, like, yo, you know, they had to keep it in the family. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. A you lot keep, of dynasties you keep all that do stuff that. in the family. A lot of dynasties do that, though, to yeah. be honest. Um, so this song is extremely uh, recent for me in my breakup world. Um, I was going through, before I met my wonderful husband, you know, pick him up from Japan, export him here to Canada. <laughs> Um, I was with a dude that, I mean, these ladies know that I, I would ride or die for that dude, ride or die and did so for pretty much a decade, despite the red flags, besides the front doors, we didn't even get to argue because that was just some silent neglect, um, but ride and die for him, ride or die. And there's a point where she says something now that we're over, but she says it's the middle of October. And that's, that's this homeboy's birthday. And that's when I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Mm. Like, you never messed up my birthday, FYI, because, you know, it would have been done real soon. But um, I just, she's like, now that I'm sober, now that I can, you know, it's just a really, I was in the shower and I burst out into tears to this song. Because I really like the beat, by the way. <laughs> but I just remember thinking, it's the middle of October. And yeah. She's, it's a really dope song, so go ahead, Mar. Now that I am sober, I take back what I said. I'm sitting with this love hangover. Boy, it's hurting my head. It's the middle of October, and we just came to an end. I'm just sorry that there ain't no time left. You and I were over, me and you are done. When I wanted to be closer. One plus one is none. Mm. Oh, honestly, that 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 young woman was a lifeline for me. It's the middle of October. Now that I'm in this love hangover, uh, one plus one is none. And I, it just, it was literally the middle of October. <laughs> it was his birthday, and I was like, dude, like I'm tested. Like, let's be real here, like, because that's a deep pain for me. It was a deep. It's still a deep pain for me. I rode for you. I witnessed your life, but you didn't witness mine. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard for me, very hard for me to let that dude go. 
Um, not, there was no cheating, none of that. It was just pure physical absence, neglect. And if he had done one thing to anchor me back, we would have a whole different show. I'd be a whole different human right now. But I just remember it's the middle of October. Now that I'm sober, that love hangover. And then when she said one plus one equals none, I was like, yeah. And I came out the shower, sent a text. And I just said, like, yo, I can't do this. I And that, that was mm. the end of that. I just remember that so clearly in my head. But of course, after his birthday, because I'm not a birthday Grinch uh, like that. But um <laughs> Yeah, mad shout out to Mahela because she she helped me re- realize some few things. And before I was realizing, getting to Mahela's point and bad gal and bad bitches, there's her, and I really respect her and her music. And there, the, where she's like, "Can you just focus on me?" That's how desperate I was for same dude to just real like to see me. Like I'm always seeing you, and that's one of the problems with me as a partner. I will shine all of my attention on my peoples. I will. I remember little things. I'm one of those people who remember things, what's important, what's not important, because I like to see the whole person. But when people don't see me, especially when I'm doing things, it hurts. And, you know, you want your partner to see you. And and let's be real, everyone who's listening, Mar and Oz always see me. My people see me. You know, I have a I have three guy best friends. They always got my back. But when you have a partner that professes to love you and doesn't see you, it, it hurts on a whole different level. And I just remember like I just remember at that point listening to her and that song Focus, that shit, I was dating my dad, an unavailable emotional oh. human whose Ooh. love was just fucking sucked. Like, it just sucked. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. So you can play that track because I love her. She's a good artist. Hands in the soap. How the force is running and I keep looking at you. Stuck on your phone and you're stuck in your zone. And you don't ever cook. But I don't want to give up Baby, I just want you to get up Lately, I've been a little fed up Wish you would just focus on me Can you focus on me? Baby, can you focus Man, I don't know about you ladies, but that song really gets to me. I still love that song a lot. It's in my playlist called Healing and Surrender on Apple. And I hear that song and I think she's begging. Like she's begging for a lifeline, right? Because she says it in throughout the song, like hands in the soap looking over at him. Can you just focus on me? Like, And it just goes to show sometimes that as people how we don't value ourselves enough that we're just looking for a little to replenish us when we're really on empty. And I knew at that point I was empty and 
I was just looking for the sign, that little sign, like, you know, when you got 1% on your battery, you're just looking for a little charge for 60 seconds. So you can get up to 3%, not realizing like, yo, sis, bro, you need to be 100. And I remember listening to that song, just feeling like, can you just find me? Can you just see me? There was no hands in the soap. I don't like doing the dishes, but can you just find me? And then um, that pain is still very deep for me. It's still very there. It lingers very much so. A lot of feelings around that. But the next song is called Change Your Mind. So I was dating a narcissist. We've talked about Homeboy on the show before. And the ill narcissist. The, oh, fuck you, narcissist. Actually, I call it like <laughs> when I see it on my phone, it comes up emoji devil. I'm kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Like, and I remember this is what happens when you're in a breakup and you're just desperate. You know, when you break up with someone and you're just desperate to date, you know, like you get under another to get over one other, like that type of shit. And mm. luckily, I've no, nah, never smashes dude, thank God. But um, you're always like wanting to change their mind to justify you. And I love Moonchild group coming out of, um, I think they're from San Diego, or I've seen them in San Diego. But Moonchild's a really good, and they actually sang Jill Scott songs, which I'm like, okay, a little bit okay with. But Moonchild has this song called uh, Change Your Mind. And she's like, I'm still loving you, and I'm waiting for you to change your mind. And part of that was wrapped up with the narcissist and the ex simultaneously. Um but the narcissist, I'm, and I'm saying this live for any of you who are in a relationship with somebody you think is remotely a narcissist, get away. Because I remember, get away. Because the narcissist said to me after we, actually, can I tell the story quickly? The narcissist took me to Santa Monica, beautiful religious spot, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spot. And we were in there and the narcissist knew how much I like that stuff because I'm a religion nerd. And the narcissist in the most serene, beautiful pond at the spot was like, yeah, I can't kick it with you anymore, Nisha, because I'm in love with someone else. And I was like, what? what Wait a minute. Yeah, that's how deep it was. And then I said to him, "Why, why are you doing this? And the narcissist said to me, because you're the type of woman who needs to understand that there's not nice people in the world. And it was my job to show it to you. Oh, fuck like, no, sir. Yes, <laughs> no, yes, sir. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was go eat some balls. Go eat some balls. Right? Oh, I, terrible. I'm going to shout out their name. But if you listen to this podcast, you know who you are with your shitty ass music. But Eat some balls. Um, oh, my God. But I'm just saying, I was like, I gave up emotional neglect for this shit. I gave up the emotional <laughs> neglect. Shit, at least with the emotional neglect, you knew there was a form of love. This is some, you took it as your mission to show me there are mean people in the world. Bitch, go do something with yourself, with your shitty music. Take a few seats, please. So that, when I was listening to that song, I remember before going to that special place in Santa Monica, thinking we had such a vibe and such a good banter and there was feelings mixed up with my ex that you just want them to change their mind, right? You just want them to see you. So that's where the Moonchild song comes from. Back again, hoping for some truth. Oh, that they gave signs point to the end. No, you love me and do.
so yeah, I love Moonchild. Those of you who don't know Moonchild, you should check them out. They're very dope. Very, very dope group. Um, and then how can you mend a broken heart? So this goes back to neglectful acts. Everything goes back to neglectful acts, the first half. Um, and I love old music. I love Al Green. I love my grandmother. And so I just, I used to play this song on rotation. And Al Green has a way of um, bringing you back to a soulful place where they're just singing how you're feeling. And so I'm a big Al Green fan. I really, really like his music. I don't know if he's still a pastor, but whatever, dude. I like your music. I'm good with you. So we can, this song's for, this is an oldie, but a goodie. This broken man yeah. How can a loser ever win Somebody please Help me My broken heart And let me live I don't know. I get comfort in Al Green. I don't know. Last song, top song, the song that's taking me through every breakup ever, ever. Shout out to Joe Scott again. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly, surely. Honest to God, that song, okay, of all the songs, that's the song where it's like a mantra. I swear to God, I can't explain how deep that song is. It's a mantra. Her whole song is slowly, I'm going to walk away from undeserving love, abusive love. And I sang it every breakup I've ever had. That song is played at least several times a day as a mantra, as an affirmation that you're walking away from shit you do not need. And that's the that's the one song. If Joe Scott ever meets me, okay, ever, that's the one you song. Mean, that, she will. You will. You mean when Jill Scott meets yeah. you? When she might not meet me, she'd be like, "This girl's a stalker." But um, <laughs> that's the one song that changed my life because it's daily instructions of what kind of love you need and what kind of love you need to motherfucking walk away from. So slowly, surely, that's my song. That's my mantra. It's my affirmation. For everyone who's trying to come at me in a negative way. her she says self-serving undeserving constantly using me love that is a mantra so 
That's mm-hmm. my number one top pick. That's a song that gets me through every other thing, whether it's romantic, a loss, a loser friend. I'm going to say it, a loser friend, any sort of loss. Joe, Joe Scott is there to remind you. And that song is 21 years old. I know that because I was at her concert before the pandemic. But <laughs> that song is 21 years old. And it is the it is the mantra for every dude who's hurt my feelings. Like, I, it's like a checklist criteria. Were you abusing to me? Were you undeserving of me? And if you even hit one of those from Joe Scott, then too bad for you. You need to go. So that's that's my number one track is that Slowly Surely. Mm. And oh she God. gives you permission to do it slowly, but surely you're going to do it. So yeah. that's At my track. Yeah. That's a good one, Nisha. But now I'm ready to hear these more sad songs. <laughs> nah, be like this is me taking my power back. See, we've we've hit a different shift here, right? Like I went through all my emotions, my like grief, my sadness, my anger, and now I am reclaiming my power. Listen, it's it's taking some time, but fuck it, we're here. So I'm gonna go with the. I believe this is the ultimate power back song that a lot of women were singing along to. This is Mary J. Blige is not gonna cry. I don't get that part, yo. That's uh, like such a that that sentence hits so hard. Like, yo, we've been through everything, and now you're leaving me. Oh, Oof. oh, my goodness. <sighs> Although Mary Mary J's albums, you know, have a lot of they embody that, up and just like yeah, the emotions that you experience in relationships, you know, during after. Yeah, definitely, definitely there. But anyway, you know, so I'm over it now, right, Mar? I'm. I'm not going to cry anymore. I have come to terms. I have accepted. And now I am doing just fine like boys to men. When you said goodbye, I felt so all alone. There were times at night I couldn't sleep. My heart was much too weak to make it on my own. Baby, after all.
listen, you're no longer my world. I don't need you anymore. These are some powerful statements. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, this is a, this is a song and I sing right along with the runs and everything. And I'm absolutely in no position to do that. Not when my voice is good and not when my voice is like this. Let me just be very clear. It's I don't still know why your I do it, song. But I do it's still it. your song, I do baby. It. I'm out there doing it. I mean, that definitely is an empowering song. And I remember listening to that back even before I think I've ever experienced a breakup, right? Like that's that's a that one's a, a throwback. Um, but I but I felt it. And now look, I've moved on. I may have been rebounding a little bit, right? During this phase, but <laughs> I have moved on. I have made a replacement you know, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, an intro always, you know, speaks to my soul. So here's Love Me Better by Intro. Now love, and all the love that you have Again, that I don't need you. I don't need you. I found someone who's going to love me better than you. Right, Nisha? That's the whole theme, right? I found someone who's going to love me better. Because that was some bullshit. And now I found someone that's going to love me better. But I got to tell you, you know, so you guys were playing the songs, especially Mara, when you were talking about the begging part. For me, I reached this point where I listened to songs, breakup songs, and I and I'm listening to them on the perspective of those who lost me. This is where the <laughs> shift happens, right? Right. So, the, and you know, I'm, I am I was never into like rock or alternative rock like that, but Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam was, Pearl Jam had me. So this one is black, and I just want you guys to listen to the lyrics, Black by Pearl Jam. the music so look he's saying i know someday you'll have a beautiful life i know you'll be a star in somebody else's sky why can't it be mine because you fucked up bro you (laughs) fucked up you fucked up you had this shining star in your sky and you dropped the motherfucking ball and you fucked up that is why but i I, and you know i have these fantasies of these guys who 
fucked me over and who left me thinking back and being like, damn, I lost one. You know, you just lost one, you know? Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that this is actually happening. But these, this is what this is what I do to get over breakups, to make me feel better about myself, especially when I am the one who's being broken up with. And then I'm just like, yo, these guys are so regretful that they lost the special one. Um, and granted, some of them have moved on to have successful marriages and children. Not that I could say the same about myself, but you know, whatever. <laughs> maybe somewhere deep inside. Maybe somewhere deep inside. But anyway, um, this last one. Are we going to play it more? Since yes, we, since yes, we are. It's a, it's a different part. Again, so nice, the begging, we got to play it twice. We got to play it twice. You know Jodeci is going to be on every list. It doesn't have to be relevant at all. Jodeci is going to be on every one of my lists. You could bet that. You could bet that. But anyway, this part, again, it comes to me thinking about the guy who has broken up with me. And this is what they're saying to me. Are you suffering enough without me? Oh I just want to know. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Ozzy said, "Are you suffering?" Enough that man is in me? pain for you, Ozzy. He's in pain. But listen, don't text me because I'm a little bit vulnerable right now, and I just don't want to text back. <laughs> the past is the past for a reason. I have moved on. Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> Oh, so tough. So freaking tough. Ooh. Oh, that had me in my feelings, girls. You know oh. that we talked about it, but like this shit was emotionally draining for me. So oh I, I hope you guys, I hope you listeners appreciated that because we really went through it to get this out there. To you. <laughs> we did. We did go through it. Listen, my next like five here. This is like the top five on my list here. And it is, this is, this is going to get emotional. So the first one on my list is a song called Still from Eric Ro- Eric Roberson. This is the oh. remix version, which is way better than the original. And I just want you to listen to the lyrics. You've got to listen to his ad libs on here. It's it's like from the moment you hear the, the beginning of the song, he's just telling the story of him trying to cope and 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 deal with his grief. And it's so heartbreaking. And I've been there. I've been there where you're just trying to get away from every single memory possible and you can't, 
you're on the street walking and the tears start flooding your face. That's how bad it is. So I'm really feeling it for, for Eric and for any guy. I mean, let's acknowledge that guys, they really hurt badly after a breakup. They truly do. Almost as I would, I would, I would even say worse than women. Yeah. Because their egos are so fragile. (laughs) Their egos are so fragile and they're also bury a lot of stuff. They don't deal with it like we do, you know? So this is uh, still from Eric Robertson. I've been fine, but tonight was tough. Heard our song. My heart had enough. Hey, I think I'm on the Finish my drink. Yeah. Hug my friends. See y'all later. Man. They all look concerned. I smile at them. from so far away still reaches in and pulls my smile away just when i'm fine she still finds simple a simple way oh my god uh if that doesn't like tell you how easy it is to lose focus and see all of your progress made getting over a person just crumble right. to pieces just by oh, hearing man. a song just by hearing a song just that's just it that's just it and seeing all of the the things that jog memories like he talks in the song about the first restaurant they go to mm. oh all of those things it just stirs up some really terrible memories and and that's really important triggers are important right like yeah like the songs like we experienced this week right they're triggers for us yeah i i used to tell one of my um <clears throat> my friends that if I ever broke up with him, if we ever broke up, I would have to leave New York City because, like, it was just too much. I love wow. this. You know, I broke up. I was dating, briefly dating a teacher at my current school. And when we broke up, I told him he has to go and he switched schools. You told us Not about this before. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I, and, like, yeah, he left. And I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't really have to leave because all of my exes just tend to like leave the city. So I'm staying okay. right here. <laughs> That's because they're begging and they don't know how to deal with your presence in the city. So they have to leave. <laughs> Speaking of begging, here's a song that represents begging. Uh, I have been in this situation and it was probably when I was not a very whole individual and I needed help, really needed help. Um, and I found myself doing um, almost pretty much exactly what this uh, what this uh, woman is singing about. So here we go. Hurts me the most when I wake 
Till the truth starts to click There's so much space in this bed These sheets go for miles Dreams of your smile I don't want to be just a memory strong now I gotta show you how I love you like I'm never ever loved somebody I'll give you things you didn't even know you wanted don't tell me that it's not enough my time is up you're over us cause I think I might do anything for you Uh-uh. That's next level desperation, ladies. And uh-huh. I was there. I was definitely there. It hurts. It really hurts. You're willing to do anything to get back into the good graces or anything. just be back in with that person. And uh yeah, you get into that begging mode. Um, the next one on my list is just when you're in the worst relationship, you don't even know why you're there. <laughs> You ask yourself these questions every day and you wonder, why have I not left you yet? <laughs> I feel like this song represents that those moments. See, every time I try to leave, you think of new reasons on why I should stay. And every time I tell you no, I can't believe you're still getting mad because I won't give you your way and you don't hurt no more. What is it about those relationships that are so toxic for you, but you don't, you don't leave, you don't turn away. You, you literally keep enduring the stupidity every single day. It's cause the highs are so high, you know, and oh. the lows are so low. Like you can just kind of get lost in that roller coaster of shit. Yeah. Placing the value on the highs is like get over it it's so not worth it it's so not worth it. not even a little bit the next one on my list is a really awesome song it was so awesome that rihanna had to do a cover of it and it is from tame impala and it's called new person same old mistakes one of the best song titles i've ever heard in my life um and we've all been there you know this is where you are in a new relationship And you feel like, oh, this is great. This is exactly what I've always wanted. And people around you are just telling you like, no, this is the same relationship you just left. (laughs) It's, It's like the rebound. It's, you know, you think you're making a different decision and you think you found somebody completely new with a whole other different character. But no, you've literally just like started being with the doppelganger of the last person that you left. And this song definitely uh, spells that out for us. 
listeners you've got to remember to not confuse uh having a type or a preference with uh continuing to keep repeating the same old stupid mistakes over and over and over again not the same thing at all if it didn't work the first time you can guarantee that it will not work again absolutely and my last one on the list is so near and dear to me. I think I mentioned before that I have a penchant for going back to exes. And you know, when you're in that situation where, uh, whether you're with somebody new or not, but you're just thinking about that person and you're like, you know that the two of you still have feelings for each other and you want to know, can we rekindle this? Is this, you know, can we go back? Do we want to reunite? This is this is that song. And it's it's one of my favorites as well. Really one of my favorite R&B songs ever. Another night of your own Ain't no fun in love If you're loving alone How does it feel to be useless? <laughs> oh no featuring Tupac are you still down down. exactly and John B is the one who talks about don't matter what people say I don't know about right yes yeah yeah yeah. he's trying to get you in trouble always (laughs) please get me in trouble John B please seriously (laughs) no I don't know I wasn't I don't know I didn't I wasn't feeling him got a little thug love on that track I mean oh Tupac Tupac said, the other brothers loved you, but the pleasure was mine. Oh, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know what's crazy, though, how much, like, I'll be wrapping up. Every time we do these top 10 playlists, I'm reminded of how similar and di- and unique each of us are in our musical tastes, what makes us bump and grind, what makes us cry. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few things that we have in common, D'Angelo, Jodeci, and Jill, foreign exchange too. 
Yeah. But it's just a, a beautiful reminder how um, music can touch people in so many different ways and so many different places. And uh, I love it. I love it. Because some of the tracks that Ozzy put on, I was like, God damn, Alana Morissette, Pearl Jam. I was like, oh, well, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. But yeah. I got it. Although Alanis Morissette has a great one, Uninvited, that I should have. There was some... There were some that were like, and I mean, we didn't play any Lauren Hill, and she she is, I mean, X Factor. Are you kidding me? Oh, we are, have are you that kidding one. me? We have that oh, one. Oh, and we oh I'm play. sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so we will play. But I wanted to just, you know, add on to what you said, Nisha. I love discovering more about you, ladies, through these playlists because, you know, it, it shows how we deal with things, and this is not something that we can really communicate. Like, it's not like we have the time and 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 just we're not always in the same space or or available to each other to share our feelings about these topics but it really comes through when we do these top tens so it, it's just awesome to learn and love you guys so much more than I already do so Girls, thank you for that. I have to say that I'm I'm super super thankful that we are all in a much better place than where we were say 10 and 20 go. years hey. ago because I mean, at the end of the day, while yes, you 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 do have permission to lament and and ponder about what could have been, what might have been, you know, all of these relationships from the past. Um, at the end of the day, it's really about you and whether you were healthy and whether you are a better person coming out of those experiences. And I mean, if you're, if you're not, and you're still in pain, please feel free to, you know, tell us in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> don't hide it, ladies. Don't hide it. I'm here for you. Exactly. Exactly. And anyone out there who's like, you know, feeling that the pain is too much, please get help. Please talk to someone. Please make yourself a priority. Uh, unfortunately, a, a young lady out in Texas took her life, mom of two. Uh, ran into a Aww. truck. She was so depressed, uh, a lot of relationship issues. And, you know, I think it's important to understand that this is a set, this is a moment, it's a season, and we promise mm -hmm. you it will pass. We promise you that. So yeah. please get some help, uh, you know, local hotlines, get some help. Please get some help. If you feel like the songs are not lifting you up, but drowning you more, like we want you to live, like we really want you to live. But as far as these songs are concerned, I mean, I appreciate that these artists were so vulnerable enough to make such great music. And the bonus song that I want to play is, you mentioned it earlier, of course, X Factor, Lauryn Hill. I mean, there's nothing left to say. It just speaks for itself. So I'm going to play this one. I keep letting you Explain myself
song. Poor Lauren. Does it every time. Every single time. She's <sighs> making a comeback, you know, in her tracks, which she's doing with Nas. And I feel her ripping people a new asshole. So I'm with it. I'm for it. She's uh, out here saving I... lives. And we're worried about her being late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yo, yo, when she mentioned that, I was like, that's a tad shady to your audience, but whatever. No, but she out here talking to people like, if you want to kill the messenger, like, yo, she was like on my TED Talk playlist of like helping me remember <laughs> things. So I was like, I'm with it, Lauren. I'm with it. But um, yeah, I just want to mention, yeah, I think this is hard. I think it was good. But how therapeutic is it to do this and to share that with all of you, that mm-hmm. vulnerability? And we want to hear some of your songs that help you get through these shitty moments. Um, hopefully, you know, I love Sade. I don't know about Brian McKnight. That's another one I'm going to throw some shade to. But oh, I, I know. I love me some Sade, though. But we want to hear your songs. Like, tag us one track. Let us know what gets you through. If you want to share a breakup story, you know, slide in our DMs. We are, Mar and I are not available. So don't slide in our DMs if you're trying to offer anything other than a story. I mean, I like to read messages nonetheless, you know. I'm not going to do anything with them, but I'm just saying. Oh, you want some love? Okay, Mar wants some love. Um, it's flattering. It's flattering. Go ahead and slide into Mar's DMs. <laughs> okay, we'll slide into all our DMs. Don't mean that we be sliding back. That's there you go. There's Who no electric slide here. A fan slide into the Messy Truths podcast DMs, matter exactly. of fact. Exactly. And tell all your friends to do the same. Yeah, I got to shout out my friend uh, out in Toronto who listened and she said that our cast has a lot of potential and she laughed a lot. And so that's what we come to do. Make it messy, make you laugh. So we like that. Shout out to everyone who's been listening from the UK. We have some listeners in the UK, the Netherlands, uh, all across the US, of course, and Canada. And uh, we just appreciate all the love. We really, really do. Absolutely. We really do. It's interesting. We we started this thinking that we're going to do six episodes and see how it goes. But, yo, we are hooked. I feel like we're not going anywhere. We're now at episode 10. Exactly. So, you guys, please keep sharing. We'd love to grow our audience. And and we love the feedback. So, hit our Instagram um, you know, get in those comments. Let us know your thoughts about the episodes, whether you liked them or didn't like them. We just want your feedback and we appreciate it. And with that, it's a wrap. It's been messy, y'all. Peace. Thanks, y'all. Peace.